Luke Davis and Ben Maloof with you for the Food and Wine Show on this Friday night. Now, during the week, we saw the 2019 Delicious and Harvey Norman Produce Awards, which is considered the country's most prestigious food industry event. It was at the State Theatre here in Sydney, and it celebrates all the great produce Mm. that Australian producers, Ben, and we do it well. Look, we do very well. I think Australia is one of those very unique uh, countries that has multiple climates right across the country. So you think about how cold it gets in Tasmania to how hot it gets over in Darwin or the Northern Territory, and we've got every sort of climate in between, which makes it great for growing different sort of foods. And that's what I love about these awards is that it really takes the time to acknowledge these people who ultimately Mm. uh, ensure the food ends up on our plate, be it at home or in the restaurants or in the markets or the supermarkets. So really, really important. There were a host of winners during the week, so we thought we'd speak with one of them tonight. He was the winner of the From the Earth Trophy. It's Spurrel Foraging Native and Seasonal Edible Plants. They're based out of Victoria, and the man behind the business is Liam Spurrel. He joins us on the line. Evening, Liam. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Quite an honour. Congratulations. Thank you. Tell us exactly what is foraging. Um, So we basically... um go out and see basically what we can find all the wild herbs and flowers and pick basically what we can and uh, just offer it to all the restaurants, see which, what they like and what they don't like and we just go from there. When you say you go out and find what you can, where do yep. you find it? I mean, is it in public spaces? Are you in national parks? Where do you physically go and look for this produce? Um, so we live in quite a rural area in um, Warrandyte in uh, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So we basically... Because I've always grown up here, we know all the locations around, so it's basically where we can find things. So we have friends' houses that they have weed problems, like uh, oxalis and things like that, uh, wood sorrel, and um, we basically go from there and see what we have. So it can be the side of the road, it can be someone's backyard, things like that. Can I ask, you're obviously taking this food to restaurants and, and, and for people yeah. to consume ultimately. What sort of yeah. regulation is there around? I mean, I, if I walked up the street and picked up a herb, I wouldn't know whether it was poisonous or tasty or, or, or what yeah. it was. Or is there any regulation around this or do you just know what to do? Uh, there is, but it's um, just for what we're doing, it's not really there just because it's something that's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But we do extreme amounts of research and know exactly what we're looking for and make sure we're very thorough with everything. So we we basically do as much research as we can to get everything to make sure it's all perfectly good. The story of how you got into this, uh, Liam, is a good one. You were 14, you did a bit of work experience at the iconic Melbourne restaurant Vue de Monde, and and you did a bit of work here and there, and you notice, you know, they're putting a lot of the... The, you know, to make keep it simple, the green stuff on top of the dishes, yeah. in the dishes, in the in the drinks as well. Yeah. And you noticed a little gap in the market. Yeah, so that's basically how I got into um, working in kitchens mm. was for when I went into Feed Monde, I asked the head chef at the time um, if I could work in the kitchen. And he said, yeah, if you can bring in some forage stuff and you can come in on Saturdays <laughs> and work for the kitchen. So it was a good start. And then, yeah, just went from there. So. What was on that first batch of foraged foods, Liam? Can you remember? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was quite basic at the time. So it was things like nasturtiums, wood sorrels, just a lot of those like really basic things that almost that a lot of people could find quite easily. Mm-hmm. But um, just because I was 14 at the time and really <laughs> hadn't done much research into it yet. But um, as I got along further and further, we started getting more complex things and just that little bit different. So 
But it's interesting that you call these things simple because I think that there are a lot of people out there who would walk out into their backyard, probably have a multitude of things that they could consume, but they just don't know about them. Why do you think that is? Um, It's just they're not really looking for it so far because it's not really a common practice, but it's probably died off more recently. Mm -hmm. So you see a lot of like the old Italians and I go out and pick like wild garlic and out and get the wild fennels and things like that but um it's just there nobody's really educated for it now but we're trying to teach ourselves to do it so we're trying to work with a lot of people like um nurseries and things like that just to discover what we can eat and we can discover more and more every day so i'm just looking down the list of what you do and you do you mentioned the wild garlic you do thyme and pollen and and mint and lime and lavender hibiscus fennel coriander dandelion it goes on there's probably a few dozen there yeah, um, on the list at any time, there's probably around 70 items. Wow. wow. And I think on our master list, we can get up to about 250. Mm. Do you have a so, favourite thing to forage for? Oh, that one's pretty hard. <laughs> Things like the um, wood sorrels I do like, just because I've been eating them since I was about six. Yeah. Just like on the walk to school, you pick up some of it on the side of the road and just chew on it, the sour guy. <laughs> did, you, did you have other kids looking at you at that stage just going, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, you got half the school into it and everyone was just eating grass, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's and always the best time of spring picking all the flowers because you get just the huge perfumes from it. Yeah. yeah. It's always the best time. And Le- Liam, everything you do, though, and this is important, is hand-picked. Yeah. And so, so air uh, fresh every morning and pick everything that day. So realistically, you, you handpick them and they can end up in the restaurants and on the plates that day or the next day, like really, really soon. Yeah, within hours. Wow. That so is very... We um, have a pretty intense morning getting everything done, but once you get out <laughs> delivering, we're normally pretty good. How do you go about pricing different things? Because, uh, you know, it's sort of out there in, 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 the, in, the, in the community. So how do you decide yeah. what to charge somebody for it? Um, so there's some things that are like more common that people already sell. So you um, base things off like the nasturtiums and all that. You get a lot of the veg companies already selling things like that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the more like obscure ones and things like that, we basically work on what I think is value. Like because uh, we don't have a middleman, we're picking mm. and selling, so we don't really have to get huge prices. But then some things they just do take they're quite time consuming. So we work basically on what how long we take to pick a container and. Basically work from there. Well, you're very impressive and congratulations on your award throughout the week. If people would like to learn a bit more or get in touch, you can just go to the website spurrelforaging.com.au and you'll be looked after by Liam Spurrell and the team. Liam, congratulations again and thanks for your time tonight. Thank you.